Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What makes you think it's it's not been a good day, Jenny? Is it the pint of the mega pint of wine or the cake in front of me right now? <laughs> the mega pint. <laughs> I had wine and now yes, this week... Yes, you did. Yeah. This is the problem when one of us has a good time. Like last week, remember, I was like, I've not got much to talk about. It's all so dreamy. It's all so good. <laughs> oh, I'm so good. Yeah, I, I asked for it. I asked for it. Yeah. Um, welcome to you, new mums. Actually, it was all lovely again up until literally about three hours ago, wasn't it? I mean... Mm-hmm. Today has been hilarious. Um, just just to illustrate the sort of like mum juggle, because we were talking about bank holiday always throws a curveball for us, doesn't it? Really, because we sort of forget. We usually record on a Monday or Tuesday. Monday, it's like well, it's not a normal day, so we don't even think to. Yeah. And then Jenny messaged this morning and was like, "Oh shit, I've got loads of I've got to do a documentary later. I've got all this stuff to do. When can we record?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't realise that Kenny's actually out in London all day, so I don't know when I can." <laughs> And so we were back and forth for ages, weren't we? Like, when are we going to fit this in? Mm-hmm. And then we finally realised, let's do it when the babies are in bed. We can do it. Yeah, yeah, we can do it then. But it really then- <laughs> makes you realise how little time you have to do anything, doesn't it? When you can't find 45 minutes for a little chat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is wild. And then <laughs> we were like, brilliant, sorted. We'll do it 7, 7.30 or whatever. Oh, you've gone. Sorry, I've turned my camera off because... It's going really slow. Oh, no, that's okay. I just thought you'd like left me. I thought you were just bored. That's fine. Um, <laughs> to be expected. And um, and then, so basically, Eden had a rash today and it came up. And you know when a rash comes up, it is a bit scary because you, you, you're not a doctor. You can't diagnose. Mm-hmm. And I went through the sort of checklist. I did the meningitis test, which, by the way, I find really confusing you rub a glass over. Is it meant to disappear? Is it meant... I don't know. Like, and, and also, I couldn't see in the light. Do you do that test? Does yeah, feel- but um, it turns out Christian was... You, you want to rub a glass over and you want it to disappear, right? The rash to disappear, yeah. But yeah. Christian for Not ages had thought that it's meant to stay. So he'd been having a nightmare. <laughs> well, I- this is it. I have to Google it every single time. I do think we need a more accurate test for it, maybe. Come on, yeah. doctors. So anyway, so I went through all that and then... She'd do that. She'd be totally normal. Then do this scream, this like really aggressive scream, and then re- grab her face and almost look a bit dry. It was so weird, and her mm. eye was all watery. And this, it was a really blotchy rash, and it was only one side of her face, and it was just weirding me out. So yeah. I called one one one, and they ran through their checklist, and then they said we'll call you back, and then they didn't call back for four hours. Oh. And by the time they did, I mean, she did seem okay. She'd on and off do the scream. But by the time they called back, it was like five o'clock and we I spoke to a clinician or a doctor and she went through the checklist and then went, yeah, I really want you to get her seen. Can you head to the nearest 
treatment centre. And I mean, at this point, it's half five. She's just having a dinner. Uh-huh. And I was ready to put her down for an early night because she'd had a short nap. And I was yeah. thinking, don't say what you're going to say. And she was like, yeah, I've got you into the hospital. Uh, so you just have to go to A&E. And I was like, no, oh, bedtime. No. Oh. I want my child to be okay. But I've got a good routine these days, babes. Come on. <laughs> And all I could think was, no one, I've got to record the podcast. Oh, my gosh. I love that you even thought about that and considered that. Well, well Jenny, I was going to crowbar in the podcast and I've got a deadline to finish painting one of our rooms before a new sofa arrives on Thursday. So I had, like, my night planned by the hour. Yes. So when this woman said it, I just thought, well, that's... I mean, the hospital's like, it's where I gave birth to her. It's it's a 20-minute drive... Yeah, and you know that when you get there, you're going to be there. anyway. And oh. you have that dilemma, I suppose, where you're like, "Well, you know, I don't have to take her, but she seems fine. Obviously, I don't know what it is, but then it's going to play on my mind, isn't it, all night? Well, what yes. if she has a turn in the night and it's something that I didn't because I didn't go because I wanted to do some painting and record a podcast, so mm-hmm. I had to go. And um, Obviously, as soon as we get to the hospital, I mean, she's fine. She's running around. There's not a there's not a rash to be seen. Um, Always the kid. This is what happened with me last week. Yeah, it was one of those again where like you don't know how much to over or underreact. You can't live with yourself if you underreact. So you just take him and he perked up the second we got there too. Typical, oh, I mean, but, she... but also grateful that they're fine. Yes, well, that is what you have to remind yourself because I thought this is such an inconvenience and the worst timing but also it's my child and obviously that's the priority yeah. I don't want to sit in any of tears anyway the staff was so lovely and um, she made a friend in there and the first sort of half hour was actually fine mm-hmm. and then we started approaching like seven thirty-eight when she would have been well in bed and yeah. I was thinking oh, and she was getting overtired and running into things and you know it gets hot in there and the pressure cooker still feels like it run out of snacks like it was just um every kid got seen before Eden because obviously they go through the sort of triage yeah. and they prioritize the poorly kids and Eden's running around absolutely fine <laughs> so they're not seeing that kid are they it's like a it's a privilege to be the kid that doesn't of need course. to be seen but it's also like the snacks have run out and well you're just thinking I know I shouldn't be here I should be at my GPs yeah, I should yeah, not be in a hospital it. I feel like I am wasting their time anyway um I did make uh, one of the mums was really lovely and do you know what I loved about her she did the the one thing that I didn't think anyone did in a hospital we said hello and stuff and then she said oh what's wrong with her is she okay I thought, wow, you don't, yeah, you don't normally ask. But do you know what? I loved it because it meant I could ask how her, what was wrong with her child. Oh my gosh. I really, yeah, you're not into that. I don't know. Like, well, A, it's small talk and that's the worst thing. No, but it's not small talk, Jenny. That's straight in there. It is actually, You don't ask anyone in a doctor's surgery normally, oh, what's wrong with you? But maybe with kids it's different. I mean, I was surprised when she's like, what's wrong with her? I actually did a double take and said, well, sorry, well, um, yeah, and then that's... I was because then I was like well this is embarrassing I've got to explain the rash mm-hmm. and it's gone but actually she was so lovely and was like oh it's always the case and she had two kids she knew the drill yeah and then I asked about her kid and, she, and you know when you think oh I shouldn't be here and she said oh well I dropped uh, the bread bin fell on his foot and it's just still swollen and I thought yeah they're on a par yeah you know, like <laughs> It's almost like she was searching for you and she found you. Yeah, so we found each was... other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah. that was good. And then, oh, it was pushing an hour a half off. It was like nearly eight. I thought this Eden was losing it. 
Yeah. I was running out of tools. So I, I went and asked the desk. I said, how long? And she said, there's seven people in front of you. Oh, my God. It's at least another hour. And I just said, oh, do you know what? I I've got to go. Yeah. I, I don't physically know what to do with the chart because she'll, I don't think she'll fall asleep on me here. And she's just going to go mad. Like yeah. I don't know. I just don't really know. In that one confined boiling hot room what's with the oh temperature anyway so I put her I, and I walked I said this other woman we're gonna have to go would you go and she was like yeah I think I'd do that anyway so off, I strapped her in and as I was walking out a GP walked in and went Eden I was like oh okay and that was it so she got see I, the woman yeah I don't know if I got like pushed to the front by being a bit oh it wasn't pushy I just went okay I'm going home now Oh my gosh! Yeah, because they're going to be like, "Well, we need to see her, aren't they?" Well, but I think maybe she just got it wrong. Anyway, yeah, he was just like, "I think it's an allergy." Right. She was fine. Um, so that was great. Felt better, and off we pop. But you know what else was quite funny is when I walk again, something I don't know how how you do is when I walked into A and E because you go into the A and E reception first before you go into the pediatrics. I spotted a friend of mine in. <laughs> Well, let's say a friend, like not a really good... If it was... You've got a tier of friends. It's someone I used to work with. You probably know her, actually, Jenny. I used oh, to work with her. Yeah. And now I see her on occasions, you know, at weddings. Yeah. Or she, she works in our industry or maybe at events. Right. So I was like, well, she's sat in A&E. Do I... Do you go and... Again, I was like, well, I want to kind of go and say hi because I'm, you know, bored, if anything. But also, yeah. does she want me to go over and say hi? Yes. Um, so, and then they ushered, they said, you need to go into pediatrics. So I didn't and went in there. But then when I came out the second time, Eden was kicking off a bit. And then she WhatsApped me afterwards saying, I saw you in a and E. I I hope everything's okay. And I was like, oh, that's oh. nice. Turns out, um, oof, brace yourself. Her toenail had ripped off. Oh gosh. Come on. Oh, Sorry. bless her. Did yeah, she say bad, how or was that, did, was that well, it? I'm I'm asking for more details and I'm awaiting yeah. them because she said it happened in a nail bar, which is concerning. Oh no! And she said the pain. I said that sounds horrendous. She said the pain. You wouldn't believe the pain. And then she sent me a picture and she's had anaesthetic stitches and got one of those foot support things. I mean, is it wrong? I want to see a picture. Did you, did you get a pre? No, picture? I didn't get a pre. Like a f no. Okay. But the rest of her nails look lovely. Um, <laughs> very well painted. Yeah. So I'm like, I just said to her. Uh, now, which nail bar should I be avoiding? And she's not, she's not said. I need more on that. Yeah, same. Anyway. We need more on that. That's not. We've not finished with that story. There's, <laughs> there's layers to unpack there. Well, we oh. did the same, Amy. We well, not like the same, same, but we kept Bear up later than he normally would be the other day because. Um, I was working at a festival over the weekend and Christian, it was near where we live, so Christian brought Bear to come and see me and it was absolutely lovely. And um, Oh, I was wondering if you'd camped and stuff with Bear or what you'd done. Did You, you were able to stay at home then? Yeah, so I'd stayed overnight there and then this yeah. was on my last day. So then Christian um, brought Bear and then I went back with them home. Mm. Um, but I really wanted to see the headliner. She's one of my favourite artists and... Um, but it was, it was getting to about eight, like you say. That's that's a really, you know, where like clockwork, 7 p.m. he goes. Yeah. And it we had to make the call. It was like, do we stay and watch the headliner and we know that it's probably going to be hell on earth or do we just get him home? And in that situation, it's like he just needs to go home. So we had this little wagon. I can't suggest enough that if you've got like a toddler and a little one, get him a wagon. It's so fun. We like padded it out with a sleeping bag and like it had a little pillow in there and some of his toys. 
so we had a little wagon so we like pulled him back to the car and he was really kicking off you know when they're just tired and they don't know so why what time is this so you didn't stay for the act or you did no she was coming on as we left which was really painful to hear like oh, your favorite yeah. artist come out and you can hear the echoes of the crowd singing your favorite song yeah. uh, as you're walking away with a screaming yeah. child in tow um but it was definitely the best move but here's something awesome that we've been using for times like this because Christian's family live in Leeds. So if we go see them, we like to stay a bit later. We know he's going to fall asleep on the drive home. Then you get home and then you got to get him like bed ready, but keep him sleepy. And that's yes. just the most impossible task. So we've actually got a sleeping bag, but it has legs. So you can put them in the sleeping bag in the car seat, Genius. strap them in. And they're all good. It's like the most genius. It saved us on so many occasions. So we get back to the car. Put him, I gave him a little bottle of milk. Put him in his sleeping bag. Put him in the car. Fell asleep. Scooped him out the other end. Put him in his bed. Amazing. How was the transfer? He didn't wait mid-transfer. He didn't because he was so... It's not like in the day with a nap. At night, yeah. he's just so tired. That's and, so interesting. Mm. Because I thought tonight, how's this going to go? Because we have been very sort of clockwork with our mm. bedtimes. You know, and... Is it that bad? Because is it that bad when you get home? It's bad when you're out because I could tell she was overtired. She was running into things, you know, and you've got that bright NHS lighting and kids everywhere. Like it was, yeah, I, I could see how that was escalating. But I was curious to know if it was bad on the way home. But I was, I actually took some pajamas with me and I was like, I'll put her in the pajamas. And then I was thinking that would happen, but I just never got around to putting her into the pajamas because she mm-hmm. was so busy. Mm-hmm. And then they saw her. Um but actually, we came home and it was, I mean, starting bedtime at about 20 to 9. Oh, gosh. Um, she fed off me for ages. Her feeds are normally really short. Long feed. And then, um, well, I'll be honest, I put her down. She was really wormy. And then I've left the monitor with Kenny. So I don't even know if she's asleep yet. I hope <laughs> she is. But... I, I yeah I would have think I would have thought so but I don't I don't know I just said if she gets up you'll have to deal with it but um yeah so but I'm interested yeah when he when he gets home so then you just put him straight to bed and that was that yeah and he went straight down and he didn't wake at all until the morning that's brilliant but he had had a very exciting I mean it's a country music festival the dogs are allowed so like it's oh, all his favourite things that's are there amazing. Amy and they're all in waistcoats and cowboy hats Shut obviously up. it's amazing that's so it was like a sensory overload for him so yeah it was absolutely mm. shattered it was brilliant actually so and then yeah if you'd have stayed mm-hmm. do you think that would have been like it just would have been hard work, wouldn't it? He would have kicked off, do you think? You, yeah, you have to weigh up, like, is it worth it, don't you, yeah. now, as a parent? You know, they're like, you as an individual, there are things you want to do, but then you as a parent is different. It's like, is it worth it? Because I knew he wouldn't get anything from it, so that makes me not want to do it. I knew he'd be kicking off, so we'd be, like, battling him the whole time or passing him back and forth, and it, it just wasn't... It just wasn't worth it. So we no, we, and I, also how stressful is it for you? Because that's where I'm at a lot of the time. Be, yeah. You know, anything that you do. I was chatting to a friend who goes on really long flights with her three kids, mm-hmm. and they have no help. It's just you know, and I they I mean they go on like twelve hour flights. Oh gosh. And I said, how do you do it with three? I'd struggle with one. And she said, oh, I just don't overthink it. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna. It might be at the end of the day, you'll just get through it. And I thought, that's amazing. But I also, I just don't know if I want to put myself through that. I don't know if I care enough to go that far yet. Yes, that's what it is. You know, because yeah, of course you'll get through it. But what's, I mean, yeah, you'll have an amazing time when you're at the other end. I know that. But Mm -hmm. at this point, (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I just think I can just, instead of the 12 hours, I could just do a two hour flight. We've got two hour flight next month. Yeah. And the times are really, really bad flight times. So they're like, it's the only ones we could get. They were sort of five, 6 p.m. So it's sort of getting ready for bedtime. Oh man, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm worried about it. And I keep thinking, just you've just got to go with it. It's one night. Uh-huh. But... I am. <laughs> I do think about it regularly. Well, because... I know. I think that's good to say because, you know, like your friend that does the long flights, that's great. And if they do it and that's what they want to do, like that is what they want to do. That's brilliant. But sometimes you don't want to do that. Like you say, it's not right for you. You know, it's going to be hell and you don't. And like we threw away our dream this year of going to Vegas to get married because I wanted to take Bear with us and it's a 10 hour flight. And I was like, do you know what? He's going to, he's going to hate it. I'm not going to enjoy it. What's he going to get out of Vegas and whatever? So we, we've not done it. And sometimes you go, oh, should I just toughen up and do it? But it's not that. Yeah, like it's okay to be like, no, I'm going to choose the easier option for now and yeah. do a shorter flight. Do it another time or do it at a time when he really enjoys screen time. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoys, <laughs> you know, time. because I tried a bit of Miss Rachel in the waiting room and I think you've said this. She's not, she doesn't look at a screen for that long. No. Which is interesting. Okay, the, see, see what you think on this. So did you see this study that came out? We touched on it briefly the other day saying that one to four year olds should have zero screen time. Oh my gosh. Because it affects, especially between one and four, because it affects them developmentally. And I read it and obviously felt awful. And the thing is, and then I said to Kenny, so I kept turning the TV off. I was like, no, we can't do it. And then he said, no, but it's screen time. (laughs) He said the TV doesn't count. (laughs) He reckons it's just like phones and tablets. Well, there's so many I believed him because I needed to. (laughs) Pop Miss Rachel back on and enjoy my life. Well, I saw on TikTok, so obviously it's true, this um, someone who works with kids in some way was saying um, screen time from until they're two shouldn't be allowed, but Miss Rachel's okay because apparently uh, FaceTimes with family members and friends are okay and Miss Rachel does her show like a FaceTime and I'm like, are we just finding ways to excuse it? Because Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. It. I'm okay, happy well, to do that. Miss Rachel's her favourite thing on earth. So yeah. that's fine. But yeah, it's the way he said, no, it's not TVs though. And but I did know- say, well, the thing is, Kenny, is when we put the television on, she stops playing and climbing and doing all those things <laughs> and just stares. So I think that could be an issue. The thing is, uh, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's moderation and it's that time in the morning, don't know about you, like you're making her breakfast, their breakfast and making a coffee. It, it keep you know that they're going to be looking at that and not falling mm. off a sofa and not, I don't know, yeah. it's hard, isn't it? You know, it's just... I think it, in my opinion, it has its place. But like you say, in moderation, very small doses. If you see them just zoning out, oh my gosh, I turn that off. I hate that. But um, I think these rules, it's a bit like, you know, when you're pregnant and there's these big sweeping rules, like this is not medical advice or anything like that. Obviously, it's just stupid me in my opinion. But I think it's because (laughs) some people probably take things so wrong. Like there are probably people that have their kids in front of the telly all day, every day. So they have to do this big blanket rule of like no screen time just so we can moderate that a little. Does that make sense? Totally. Yep. I know exactly what you mean. It's a bit like, you know, they're really big on caffeine and alcohol. Which is fine, which is absolutely right. But, you know, no, I agree. And sometimes... I think I really think about it and then I go, do you know what? 
kids in the Victorian days, they had to go to work at four. So I think I'm doing all right. Yeah, and I, I was raised on Nickelodeon, and I mean emotionally I'm a mess, but um, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, I just you got to just do your best, haven't you? It's I, I do think there was a very funny meme the other day that someone shared, and it said scientists said toddlers should have zero screen time, <laughs> and underneath the response was, yeah, but you're scientists, you'll have kids with scientist brains. I've just got little gremlins. <laughs> With regular human brains. I don't know. I think it is that. I think it's just a fear that some people, if you said you don't have to limit screen time or screen time isn't bad, people would just Mm. put their kids in front of the telly all day long. I think that's what it is. And obviously you don't want to be doing that. Well, let's go with that because it works for us too. So there we go. (laughs) Another t-shirt we can make. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a, um, I had a, a day out. In fact, yes, it was our second day out, me and Kenny alone with our child at the weekend. Oh, I saw this on your Instagram. You looked great. I loved your outfit. I looked drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Were you steaming? Oh, yeah. Uh, Guess what? Didn't follow my rules again, did I? (laughs) Jenny, it's, it's the excitement of... So first of all, yes, it was a friend's wedding and the plan was, um, bless him, Kenny's brother and, um... Uh, and sister-in-law who are great and they've had three kids who are grown up now um the last time that we had a day off together without Eden was when they oh no we've had you know this is the third it's the third time anyway but yeah they they looked after her last time it was my birthday which was great they're great and um yeah so it was amazing I was just going for the day and then I said I'd come back for bedtime because I just thought I you know you can't just, I don't feel like I can just impart bedtime on someone who's never done bedtime with your child before. It's not fair, right? Completely Surely. agree. So I just said, no, I'd be back for bedtime. And also I have work in the morning, so it's fine. So I just thought, well, I've got a window. That we're meeting at one for the wedding and I'd be leaving at about six. Right. Um. So, I mean, oh, I bought some travel. Well, first of all, there's a bloody train strike. I was planning to get the train from London to where it was. You know, when you just think, oh, come on, this is my day. Yes. And like a taxi would have been 150 quid. Oh, gosh. I managed managed to get there having to get a couple of trains and all sorts. But anyway, (laughs) so I bought a couple of travellers, Jenny. So I was having a Prosecco out of can on on the train at 11.30, wasn't I? Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) And then I got there. And yeah, and the problem is, you know, when you see that table of ice cold drinks that have just been poured yeah. you know post ceremony the processing bubbling. bubbling away oh it's what a sight to behold and you've not got a child with you <laughs> so yeah i got stuck in and I, yeah i feel like you know when you you don't realize until a bit later you're like oh this is me Oh my gosh! It's um, it's, sometimes it's like you just step outside for a bit of fresh air, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it just hits different. And then the problem was, and I ate a bit, but I was so excited by the drinking that, oh my gosh, um, yeah. Luckily, I had an hour's taxi ride home. Right. Oh, so by the time I got home, I wasn't too bad, but I still felt the guilt of. Yeah. I mean, I was just putting Eden to bed, and then yeah, she slept. Obviously, thank God. But good. It was just. Yeah, you've got to be careful. It's you hard. Just... You think, like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to fully let loose ever again. No. Because you know? it all comes with guilt. Everything comes with guilt. Yeah. It's it's, really uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's wild, but it's the way I... Do you know what was so cute, though? 
well, a couple of things happened. First of all, when I was at the wedding, there was uh, this is how much I did actually let go, Jenny, mm-hmm. because sort of I'm not used to being with Kenny without a child being around us at a wedding. Normally we'd be, you know, just as two. And someone said, who oh, Kenny hadn't seen for ages, we got chatting to, and she was really lovely. And she said, oh, have you got kids? And I went, um... And I almost said no, because that was like the default answer when it was just me and Kenny. Oh and then I went, I went um, yes, I ha- no, yes, I have. Oh, yes, that one. And Kenny said, did you just forget you had a child? And I said, yes, for a second, I did. I'm like in a cat. I'm like a different character. I'm like wed- fun wedding, Amy. Oh, my God, you really yeah. just, yeah, you went into like your Sasha Fierce, didn't you? Oh, I seriously, I really did. Yeah, your I let ego. go. Yeah. Um, Eden was absolutely fine. Loved being with her family. And then... And a cousin. And when I came home, oh, Jenny, the cutest thing in the world. She hadn't been upset. So what we had done, which was quite interesting, never done this before. Kenny had put her down for her afternoon nap at sort of 12 and then left her asleep. And then when she woke up, she woke up and it was um, her auntie and uncle. Uh, they'd seen, they'd been there in the morning. So she, you know, was familiar, yeah. but yeah. she was absolutely fine, which was really reassuring, you know, that yeah. you can put them down for a nap. I thought she might be a bit weirded out, but no, she was fine. But then when I came home, oh my God, it was so cute. She was just sat on um, her auntie's lap, absolutely fine. And then she saw me and her face, she just burst into tears oh. and held her arms out and just sobbed. And I picked, and I just thought, oh, you little sausage. And I picked her up. And I don't know about you, we joke about Eden's three-second hugs. Like, when she wants a hug, you get three seconds and then she's done. <laughs> she clung onto me like a koala bear and Aww. did not let go until I put her to bed. Oh, my god! And it was the most, honestly, adorable thing I've ever experienced in my life. I just, oh, my goodness. Oh, it's the greatest feeling in the world. It is, it? but I almost felt sad as well. I just thought, no, he... Like, oh, has that upset you? You know what I mean? You yes. kind of think they'll get over it quickly, but she did not let me go. I mean, it was half an hour. She was mm. clung to me. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, and you do think, oh, I can't leave you because <laughs> you also... That was my wine. You do you do <laughs> get upset when I'm not... <laughs> oh, oh, no, because, yeah, that that's my thing. We've left... We've left Bear twice. We've had two nights out, just the two of us, and both times he's not woken at all. So we've still not had that, like, my mum and dad having to go and settle him thing. And I worry about that. Like, will he see them and go, you're not mum or dad? Yeah. Well, I do think, well, I hope. I don't know. what's When you put Bear down now, mm. what's his waking sort of, you know, the chances of him waking when you put him down now? Oh, it's all it's completely unpredictable. It's either going to be none at all or or a load, but um, oh, we don't really? know what night we're going into. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so far oh, tonight, okay. he hasn't woken at all, but last night before 10 he'd probably woken like three times. So it really is a um I think we just we're going to have to because we're doing this actually on Saturday. Christian and I are going out and um what we're going to have to do is the thing starts at six it's a ball for um, my friend who we lost at the start of the year it's a charity ball so it's really important we've got to go and it starts at like six so I'm going to go at like six but Christian's going to put him down because like you say the thought Mm. of somebody else settling and putting him down just feels so uncomfortable Mm. so Christian's going to join us later um, and then my mum and dad will be with him and I'm thinking 
I'm going to be so focused on that night because it's like a really important night and a really and it's going to be a really tough night as well for us all. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm still going to be like, oh, has he woke? Has he woke? This is what I mean. I don't know if we'll like ever fully let loose ever again. Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Well, I only say that because, and I don't know if this is because, um, obviously things changed a lot when uh, I got. Uh, the sleep consultant Emily on board yeah but I had lunch with her the other day and I said oh you know I do feel quite confident that we could have a babysitter in the evening and like you say put her down and then go out and not worry too much you know whether she waits because touch wood I mean she she's not since we've had this sleep con- you know since we've done that kind of sleep training she's just not yeah um, and I said has your what about with your little one and she said literally not once has he woke since that yeah since she did it now, I'm not I'm not I'm not doing the whole oh you should do sleep training but I'm just saying it's interesting because a lot of people have said to me once they have got you know they they are self-settling however they do that they do it naturally or whether you've trained them to do it but once they've got that generally they don't unless they're poorly or something what? um yeah okay yeah this is this is maybe something I need to look into well, I think he'll just do it naturally. Like, he sleeps well anyway, doesn't he? Generally, and always yeah. has. So I, I presume the self-settling stuff comes naturally anyway at some point. It's just when and if you, you know, want to... I don't think you need to do it with how he is, but, you know. <laughs> I think so, because, you know, when we, we watch him on the monitor, obviously, and you, you hear that, and you're like, oh, gosh. <laughs> you tense up and you pause the thing you watch it on telly and you go, oh. Yeah, this is for real. We, this is a big oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, you got this. And we're like looking at the monitor going, you can do it. You can do it. And sometimes he settles. The only time he wakes up and cries and we're like, that's it. We've got to go and get him and give him a cuddle or whatever is yeah. if he sits up. And I don't even think he means to sit up. Me and Christian have this theory that he just sometimes sits up and is like, oh, why am I up? Well, maybe, <laughs> like, maybe you leave it a bit longer. It depends what you're comfortable with, obviously. But... That is kind of the thing is sometimes I think they do it a bit in their sleep. Like Eden will be all over the place sometimes and then she'll just be and then that's and then sometimes in fact even last night she woke and I looked at the monitor because it woke me up and she sat up and then three seconds later boom back down. Wow. Because I think they just I guess it's like we wake up in the night don't we but we just know not to sit up. Yeah we don't cry because we can understand what's going on. Yeah they're a bit frightened or, yeah. or confused or whatever but all self-settling is really is leaving them to see how they react to that and it's not intervening as much I mean I won't go into the whole you know but it's just whatever you're comfortable with but we you know we don't always if she's not quite settled like the last week she's not gone down as easy as easy as normal she still does but not like it kind of was got ridiculous a few weeks ago but then yeah. we'll often give 10 minutes and then go and give her a little cuddle which isn't what you meant you know if you sleep training you're not meant to do that but we do because it seems to just totally work and then she's down for the whole night so wow. it's like but you just figure it, it it changes like I can see it changing all the time so mm-hmm. but but she I mean Eden's Eden's not woken once in the night since this training oh my gosh not where she's needed us like she oh. might wake and roll over but yeah it's but that's why I just wonder because, yeah, I have been told that once you get to that point and that's a good time to get babysitters because, you know, if you're not, well, that you, you know. You it's it's kind of like almost unimaginable um, to think that that could be it. We we have phases where we have that, but just not. Do you know what it is? It's that knowing we're going to go through the night and not they're not going to wake. Like 
Yeah, I couldn't imagine knowing that because like I say, we do have lots of good nights, but we just never know. <laughs> we go into the night like, what's this one going to be like? And that You're just always on edge, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean... So it's almost like you've kind of taken control of it. I Yeah. I bet with Bear it would happen really easily because he yeah. sleeps so well anyway. I bet it would. I don't know. Maybe just, just leave him a bit longer, see what happens. <sighs> Even you saying that makes me go... <laughs> Chris wild. and I are as bad as each other as well because the second he makes a noise, we're both like, oh, oh. <laughs> I know. But- I, I get it, but... Well, you know, obviously, as I documented, Eden pushed me to the absolute brink. So, mm. and now to think that that doesn't happen at all is in, it's insane. Wow. But she just needed to learn to do it. And now she does. It's just, but she doesn't, she doesn't really, she doesn't cry. What does, what does Eden have in her cot? Because I don't know when we like progress with this. So they're what, 16, oh, yeah. 17 months now. Yeah. And Bear's cot, as is, is still empty. And whenever my mum sees him on the baby monitor, she's like, oh, bless them just there in his empty cot. And she's always said it. And I'm like, no, it's very safe when yeah. they're young. But now they're at nearly a year and a half. There was one night where he got obsessed with his teddy bear. So I put it in with him. And then he woke up and he was really crying and me and Christian thought maybe he was scared of the teddy bear like why is it well it's so funny you say this because I was thinking exactly the same yeah she's still got a bear cot you know just she's got sheets in it she's got a sheet on a on a on a um, mattress uh yeah yeah, she sleeps in her um baby group whatever it is and then she has a little uh sleeping bag which uh, which I think is always quite cute and snuggly um but no nothing else no toys because that you know I think what can happen... So I wanted to put her down. She's got this cuddly bear called... um, Doggy called Benji. And I just thought it'd be nice if she had him in there. And the other night for an afternoon nap, I did leave him in there with her and she was like snuggled next to him. But I think the concern might be if they wake in the night and you're trying to get them to self-settle, if they see a toy, they'll go, oh, a toy to play with. Yeah, yeah. And I think it might stimulate them. When so, do you give him a pillow, though? Like, I do think... Yeah, that'd be it, cute. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really yeah. want to give him a pillow. And, and tuck I got... them in with a little duvet yeah. and everything. Yeah, no, I know, same, same. When do they get a pillow? Because I imagine... <laughs> I think I couldn't sleep without a pillow, you know? No. I know, it's weird, isn't it? It's um, so weird. Because they're like proper little, I get it, I get it when they're babies. But they're yeah. proper little kids now. You well, know, yeah, and I, pretty yeah. much doing CrossFit. <laughs> yet she doesn't have a pillow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can I also ask? Yeah. On Benji the dog. Mm. Now I know Eda didn't name him Benji because she can't say that right now. So how did you? How did the dog get the name Benji? Oh, I actually don't know. He just looked like a Benji to me. You know what I mean? You know, when you look at them and you're like, so we got, <laughs> she got this really, um, I mean, I could only quite frankly describe it as an overweight teddy bear um, right. when she was born. And he's always been called Errol. What? He's always been called Errol. Uh, we've got a hair called Horace. <laughs> is it you or Kenny making up these names? It's you, isn't both. it? No, a bit no. of both. A bit of both. What? What? Philbert the fox, as a little fox. That's a bit of a nod to Lester for me. Um, it's just, it's funny when people say like their toddlers and babies have an animal named this or a teddy bear named this. Because I'm like, well, they didn't name it. And that's just really funny. Like my friend brought her four month old over and she's got this little rabbit. And then she texts me after and went, oh, I'm so sorry, Jenny. We left Big Wig at yours. I'm like, 
bigwig. <laughs> like you've called it bigwig because I know your four-month-old hasn't. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about it. But yeah, of course. Well, do you not name yours? He doesn't really care for cuddly toys. Well, he that's because just... they don't have names, Jenny. They've not got an identity. <laughs> of course he doesn't. They're Imagine all just if you lost. Met a, you met a friend with no name. You'd go, well, I don't even know what to call you, so I don't know how we progress this. Well, he has one, two. I'm looking at them now. Three, four, five. He's got six cuddly dinosaurs. They're his favourite. And we, Amy, every single one of them is called Dinosaur because they're dinosaurs. That's you know? out, no, that's out of line, I think. <laughs> Don't you? Come on. How do you sit in there? I I love it. I tell you what, Jenny, I've had real dilemmas because I don't, she's got a big giraffe and sometimes the names just come to, I'm like, obviously you're Errol, obviously you're Ned. Um, Ned? Yeah, yeah, there's Ned That's a cute one. Yeah, I like Ned. I think if I'd had a boy, Ned would have been um, at the top. I do like Philbert, actually. Sorry, I've got (laughs) sidetracked. So weirdly though, there's two that I can't name very well. Giraffe, there's a giraffe and there's an octopus and I've tried several and they just didn't fit. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, that's really heartbreaking because you've had that giraffe for quite a while and it's (laughs) it's literally (laughs) the only thing that you'd bought for your newborn until you were like 37 weeks pregnant or something. Yeah, I just bought a giraffe. (laughs) Yeah. I just didn't have any setup. I didn't have any. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? But you still can't name it. No, maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe. I'll mm. name him. Go on. And this is just a practice. Needs to be a woman, Jenny, because I've named too many boys and I don't Ginger. know why I've done that. No, it doesn't work. Oh my gosh. Come on, I'm trying here. I was going with Gertrude for a while, but it no. just never stuck. Gertrude. Oh gosh. Gertie. Why don't you just call it giraffe? Jillian. Then Jillian's quite cool, actually. Jillian's good. Yeah. Jilly, Jilly the G. Jilly, yeah. Oh, no, I'm getting sucked in. Oh, no. Like, next week, I'll How be on her. have you not done be... this? This is like the best bit of being a parent. <laughs> this is the only reason I did it. I can't wait. <laughs> she hasn't... Wait till she meets my Christmas illuminations. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought you would have done that by now, Jenny Longdon. I would have thought that would have been right up your street. No, I'm trying to think if he's got anything we've named. And I really don't think he's got a How monkey. You... We call it monkey. He's got an elephant and we call it elephant. Oh, um, come on. He's I got mean, a baby doll and we call it Julie. There you go. Julie the baby. from? I don't. Oh, because my baby doll was called Julie and Christian's baby doll was called Julie. Oh. So she's Julie the third. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, treat yourself. It's the best <laughs> part of being a... I don't, I don't know if I want to. Well, Much, you know. I, I tell you what, if I came around your house, I'd name every single one of them within a minute. <laughs> don't mean to show off, but I do think it's a bit of a skill. Is this um, what all parents do? Well, I think, I assume so. Should I? Maybe I should let her have her own names. I mean, it's a, she's got um, a map on the wall and it's got like different areas that animals live in. So it's got, you know... In India, there's like tigers and stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I've not named them, but they've all obviously got voices. And what? <laughs> and um, oh one God. of them makes her laugh so hard. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's the sea lion. Right. What's the voice? Got, uh, uh, no, the walrus, because he's got massive teeth. So I do big teeth and go, hello, hello, hello. And she absolutely wets herself, Jenny. Like, you've never seen anything like it. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's got massive teeth. She loves it. 
Um, and then obviously do a bit of Scottish for the Loch Ness Monster. And yeah, it's... Wow. Oh, I need to get more creative <laughs> with this shit, clearly. I thought you would have been well into it. I'm surprised. Got no, say. he's waking up tomorrow and he's being reintroduced to six dinosaurs because I'm going to sit here tonight and we're going to give them all names. I want six names by next week, please. Okay. That's your homework. That is your okay. homework. <laughs> sure. Um, I forgot to mention that I suppose I got sidetracked by having to go to A&E for, for zero reason. Um <laughs> Oh, why are you in A&E? Oh, because basically she's got hay fever. Um, <laughs> hay fever can be quite serious, though. Can it? Like, what, in babies? Don't know. I made that up. Okay. I was trying to make you feel better. <laughs> I just know when I have it, it really sucks. Um, she did have her first fat lip. That was a couple of days ago. Oh, and it's like, no. I strolled past that because she got overtaken by the old um, hay fever. Yeah, she fell over and for some reason... Normally, she's good at falling over. She does it a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she sprints a lot. But yeah. she fell over and she just didn't quite... I don't know. I think she might have been holding... So she didn't quite put her arms out. And so her oh. face, face... Just on the like on the floor. It's just like floorboards. But um, it cut her... It didn't cut... It wasn't blood. But it like... Yeah, it obviously hit her lip and she had a fat lip overnight. It looked like she'd had her lips done. She had a proper oh. trout pal. But I really broke my heart. Um, I really was upset about that. But do you know what I think is quite good? I don't know if you've got... Have you seen those dummies that you get for teething where where the sort of dummy is? It's like a sort of mould, a bit like a like if you were to make your own ice lollies and you put ice in it. Yes, we, I have seen those. They're yeah. really good. So we got those. We'd had those for teething. So mm. I put that in for her fat lip yesterday and it was actually really effective. So oh, that's do, a good idea. Mm, don't you feel like when you nail something like that, you feel like a superhero for a good hour, don't you? Yeah. Like, look at me just coming up with stuff on the fly. You just have a moment where you, you think, I'm a parent. Yeah, I've got this. <laughs> I am. And then the next hour, something will happen and you think, I haven't got this. Well, the next day, I'm in A&E with hay fever. So... <laughs> Oh, bless. The, the, the accidents and the incidents are so hard. They're so unavoidable yeah. and they're so hard. Yeah, and you think, yeah, you spend your whole day avoiding them. I suppose mm-hmm. they could always be worse because there are so many when you have your heart in your... Eden's new thing is she's trying to ride this bike where it's like a trike got for a birthday and she hates, mm. she gets really cross at it and kicks it and stuff because <laughs> she can't figure it out. Yeah. But her new thing is, it's not just that she wants to ride it, she'll try and ride it, but only when she's on like the garden furniture. So she'll oh be on the God. garden furniture and she'll pull it on there and wants to ride it off there. That's, well, that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is so, like they're going out their way to, to be dangerous. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a plug. Oh, can I put my fingers in it? <laughs> Why? Bear Why? just climbs everything. Got yeah. him a nice little kitchen set for his playroom. What does he do? Climb it. Got him a nice little... We're moving away from the high chair. We've got a little table and chair, little wooden Ooh. set that we put in the living room for his lunch. And he doesn't sit on the chair. He stands on the chair and then stands on the table. You it, see, I think I might need this because Eden's new thing is getting out of the um, high chair eating lunch. Yeah, I saw this thing and it was like, again, TikTok. And it was like... <laughs> When you know when they get to the toddler age and they're they get really fussy and all of a sudden only beige food will do and they're in they're in the beige era. That's where we're at. Even though you you, you try your hardest, um, it was like if you give them if you like strap them into a seat and you give them a plate full of food, that's overwhelming. So let them kind of come and go because 
when we eat, we're free to stand up if we want to. So <laughs> let let them be able to stand up if they need to and only give them like little bits at a time, but keep giving it to them because yes. it won't overwhelm them. And this seems to work for us. Well, that's funny because, yeah, I've noticed she's getting like that. She still sort of eats what's in front of her, but she likes it a little bit at a time and you almost mm. have to pretend it's something new. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's the same pasta bake that you've had yeah. the last 20 minutes. But you go, oh, look, oh, something new. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, today he we were doing it with a, a few little bits of fish at a time. And he was using his fork and actually putting it in and eating with his fork. And every time he got that fork in his mouth, we were just going bananas. Like, woo, woo, applauding and screaming and shouting to the point where then he just walked around the house with his fork afterwards, putting it in his mouth. And we were like, no, no, that one, oh, no, never. come on. <laughs> yeah. Pop it down now. Hey guys, <laughs> here I go. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. Oh, little freaks. Yeah, it's funny how they. Yeah. So, mate, so the table and chairs doesn't work because that is her new thing. Oh, I can get out of my high chair, and because it was a hand me down, the strap's broken, so I can't strap her in. Well, he climbs it, but it, it, he's Not eating more food. That he's eating a- more food than he was in his high chair. Well, what's upsetting is that was a that was a window of time and opportunity. The high yeah. chair. I so I really am not ready for it to go. I might try and figure out like some kind of get a belt or something to strap her in because, you know, <laughs> get a lot done when she was sat in there. Oh, yeah. Like this is he's eating more and it is quite cute and it is fun. But we've never had more pots to clean at the end of the day because that's just not getting done in the day. We don't have a dishwasher. So it's brutal. You need to remedy that. I know. We haven't got room for it. We ain't, yeah. I don't know. Our kitchen's useless. I, I only say that personally, my worst chore of all time is washing up. I won't mm-hmm. do it because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm weird about getting water on my arms. What? I just don't like it. I find it's... it so irritating. <laughs> I'm the same if I'm wearing a pair of socks, Jenny, and I walk in the kitchen and there's a bit of water on the floor and, and I walk in it in my sock. That, those socks are done for the day. I start again. Oh, wow. That's your sensory thing. Day ruiner. Wow! Mm. Could you not wear marigolds? No, because it will still get. They still get. It still gets on your arm. It finds a way, doesn't? Oh. Horrible! I hate yeah. it. I hate it so much. And Kenny's weird because he hates the dishwasher. I don't like. Why would you hate a dishwasher? No, why would you hate He'd a dishwasher? He'd rather wash up, freak. So wow, we have these weird arguments where he's like, "Oh, just wash it up." Why? <laughs> why would I do it when I've got something else that I've paid for to do it? And does it so much better? Oh. He'll, he'll wash stuff up and I look at it and I'm like, it's got a mark, I just put it in the dishwasher. Yep. Wasting your time, love. Oh, it's someone who's not had a dishwasher for the whole journey we embarked on 17 months ago when I had Bear. A dishwasher is crucial, I'm going to say that. Mm. You know as well with like their bottles and stuff and sterilising, you can just dishwasher them. No, we had to clean them. Oh, Jenny. I know. Yeah. No, no. Oh, yep. well. You know, we well, there you go. You've learned. If you don't have one, get one. <laughs> yeah. What's your one advice for a, someone who's pregnant right now? Make sure you have a dishwasher <laughs> or a load of patients. Say you put me on the spot, then. So I've got loads. Oh, have dishwasher. I? I don't know. Would anyone want our advice? <laughs> I doubt it very much. <laughs> I did have a friend who was posting from Ibiza or something recently. And I had an, I had like an urge to make a comment, she's pregnant, to make a comment about, not about getting your sleep in, because I know that's way too annoying, <laughs> but just about like, you know, 
enjoy- and there's so there's no point you don't no there's no point and how annoying shut up yeah yeah people shouldn't do this i think no. but i can live. see why people do because you do get an urge oh yeah but you can't understand it till you've had a baby anyway so what's the point yeah just don't just shush do you know what the best advice is? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, well, I'm going to let you go because um, Jenny, I mean, it's 20 past 10 at night, but Jenny's got some work to do. Oh, Hashtag isn't that, the juggle. That's just like a... The day's not done at 20 past 10. <laughs> and the problem is, you know, when you're in your, you know, child-free days, you think, oh, late night, oh, that's annoying. Whereas now you're like, well, late night, but then you've really got to get up and have energy. You know, oh. it's quite, you can't pull an all-nighter. No, this is already really late and making me nervous that it's gone 10 o'clock. Yeah, I'm feeling for you. Um, thank you. Thank you, uh, as ever, for listening. And, um, hey, can I just very quickly add, I did a thing on Instagram the other day about fillings i can't remember why just some oh, boring yeah. crap i got into but i di- i had a dentist get in touch with me and say for a start you shouldn't be paying for white fillings if you're breastfeeding and you got away with white fillings didn't you and didn't pay yeah i got one so yeah don't pay for your white fillings and she said um six of my dentist friends who've had babies all listen to you and i just thought what dentists are listening to us for advice how worrying is that so if you're one of those dentists hello and um you know keep drilling i don't know i like i like to imagine somebody is laying in the dentist chair the dentist has got us on and they're listening to me talk about the sculpture of my pubes whilst they're having a root canal like that you know from last week yeah (laughs) i really had to think for a moment then um is sculpture the right word i think it is yeah, I guess that's what. No, well, yeah, we'll go with it. We'll um, go with it. You know, yeah, like, imagine like this: uh, the dentist is like, um, "Okay, I'm going to inject your gum now," and I'm like, um, "All my bum holes shaved." <laughs> this is why dentists shouldn't be listening. Honestly, they went to medical school, Jenny. They went to medical school, and they're listening. If you're one of those dentists, just get in touch and please put us on in the surgery. Or um, you're in the waiting room and it's that awkward silence yeah. and we start talking about Suzanne or bum party. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they're playing the podcasts out in the dental surgery. They mean? better be. <laughs> they Are they fans be. or what? <laughs> Do they really care? <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of a dentist pun, but... Um... Oh, uh, what uh, with like Subo and her bum party? No, not Sue's, but let's not get back onto Sue's bum party. <laughs> you're going for a cheap laugh. I know what you're doing. Oh, I know. I am. I really am. Um, yeah. So if you're a dentist, uh, hey, we'll fill you in with more next week. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got one. Go on. Oh, oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Thanks. Brace yourself for more next week. Hey. Yeah. Still got it. Yeah. Two new mums podcast Instagram. See you there, and and mum talk. No, let's forget that. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> no, no, you can you can always follow us there too. But uh, she'll get a second win soon. <laughs> Next year. Hold up. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.